The First Letter of Paul to Timothy from the American Bible Union's New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. The First Letter of Paul to Timothy from the American Bible Union's New Testament. Chapter 1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of God our Savior, and Christ Jesus our hope, to Timothy, a true child in the faith, grace, mercy, peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. As I besought thee to remain still in Ephesus, when I was going into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge certain ones not to teach other doctrine, nor to give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which further disputes rather than God's dispensation, which is in faith, so do. Now the end of the commandment is love, out of a pure heart, and a good conscience and faith unfeigned from which some swerving turned aside to idle prattling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say, nor whereof they affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and unruly, for the ungodly and sinful, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for those who defile themselves with mankind, for enslavers of men, for liars, for false swearers, and whatever else is contrary to the sound teachings, according to the glorious gospel of the blissful God with which I was entrusted. And I thank him who gave me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, that he accounted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was formerly a blasphemer, and a persecutor, and overbearing. But I obtained mercy, because I did it ignorantly, in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord abounded exceedingly with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Faithful is the saying, and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. But for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Christ Jesus might show forth all his long-suffering, for a pattern to those who should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now to the King Eternal, the imperishable, invisible, only God, be honor and glory for ever and ever. Amen. This charge I commit to thee, my child Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before concerning thee, that thou mayest wage in them the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some thrusting away made shipwreck concerning the faith, of whom is Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered over to Satan, that they might be taught not to blaspheme. Chapter 2 I exhort then, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, thanksgivings be made for all men, for kings, and all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and decorum, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Saviour God, who desires that all should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, one mediator also between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I speak truth, I lie not. 
a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I desire, therefore, that the men pray in every place, lifting up holy hands without wrath and disputing, in like manner also that women, in becoming apparel, adorn themselves with modesty and sobriety, not in braided hair or gold or pearls or costly raiment, but which becomes women professing godliness by means of good works. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I permit not the woman to teach, nor to have authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman, being deceived, has fallen into transgression. But she shall be saved through childbearing, if they continue in faith and love and holiness with sobriety. Chapter 3 Faithful is the saying, If any one desires the office of overseer, he desires a good work. The overseer, then, must be blameless, the husband of one wife, sober, discreet, orderly, hospitable, apt in teaching, not given to wine, not a striker, but forbearing, averse to strife, not a lover of money, presiding well over his own house, having his children in subjection with all decorum. But if one knows not how to preside over his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride he fall into the condemnation of the devil. But he must also have a good testimony from those without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Deacons in like manner must be grave, not double-tongued, not given too much wine, not greedy of gain, holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. And let these also first be proved, then let them serve as deacons, being without reproach. Their wives in like manner must be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. Let the deacons be husbands of one wife, presiding well over their children and their own houses. For they that have served well as deacons obtain for themselves a good degree, and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. These things I write to thee, hoping to come to thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to conduct thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And confessedly, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, was justified in the spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the Gentiles, was believed on in the world, was received up in glory." Chapter 4. Now the Spirit says expressly that in after times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and teachings of demons, of those who speak lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from food, which God created to be received with thanksgiving for those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused, if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in mind of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nurtured in the words of the faith and of the good teaching which thou hast strictly followed. But the profane and silly fables avoid, and exercise thyself unto godliness, for bodily exercise is profitable for little. But godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. Faithful is the saying, and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, 
because we have hoped in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of believers. These things command and teach. Let no one despise thy youth, but become an example of the believers, in word, in deportment, in love, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to teaching. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee through prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy progress may be manifest to all. Give heed to thyself and to the teaching, continue in them, for in doing this thou wilt save both thyself and those who hear thee. Chapter 5 Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, younger men as brethren, elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters, with all purity. Honor as widows those who are widows indeed. But if any widow has children or grandchildren, let these learn first to show piety to their own household, and to requite their parents, for this is acceptable before God. Now she that is a widow indeed, and left alone, has set her hope on God, and continues in supplications and prayers, night and day, but she that lives in pleasure is dead while she lives, and these things command, that they may be blameless. But if any one provides not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith, and is worse than an unbeliever. Let not one be enrolled as a widow under threescore years old, having been the wife of one husband, well reported of for good works, if she brought up children, if she lodged strangers, if she washed the feet of the saints, if she relieved the afflicted, if she diligently followed every good work. But younger widows refuse, for when they have become wanton against Christ, they desire to marry, having condemnation because they broke their first faith, and at the same time they also learn to be idle, going about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. I desire therefore that younger widows marry, bear children, guide the house, give no occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. For already some turned aside after Satan. If any believing man or woman has widows, let them relieve them, and let not the church be burdened, that it may relieve those who are widows indeed. Let elders who preside well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and teaching. For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle an ox while treading out the grain, and the laborer is worthy of his hire. Against an elder receive not an accusation, except before two or three witnesses. Those who sin rebuke before all, that the rest also may fear. I charge thee before God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels, that thou observe these things without prejudging, doing nothing with partiality. Lay hands hastily on no one, neither share in other men's sins. Keep thyself pure." No longer drink water only, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and for thy frequent infirmities. The sins of some men are openly manifest, going before to judgment, and some men they follow after. In like manner also the good works are openly manifest, and those that are otherwise cannot be hidden. Chapter 6 let as many as are servants under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and the teaching be not blasphemed. 
and they that have believing masters let them not despise them because they are brethren but the rather do them service because they who receive the benefit are faithful and beloved these things teach and exhort if any one teaches otherwise and assents not to sound words the words of our lord jesus christ and to the teaching which is according to godliness he is puffed up with pride knowing nothing but doting about questions and strifes of words whereof comes envy strife railings evil surmisings vain disputings of men corrupted in mind and robbed of the truth supposing that godliness is a means of gain but godliness with contentment is a great means of gain for we brought nothing into the world it is certain we can also carry nothing out and having food and raiment let us be therewith content but they who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and many foolish and hurtful lusts which sink men into destruction and perdition for the love of money is a root of all evils which some coveting after wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows but thou o man of god flee these things and follow after righteousness godliness faith love patience meekness of spirit fight the good fight of the faith lay hold on the eternal life unto which thou wast called and didst make the good profession before many witnesses i charge thee in the sight of god who preserves all alive and of jesus christ who before pontius pilate witnessed the good profession that thou keep the commandment without spot blameless until the appearing of our lord jesus christ which in his own times he will show who is the blissful and only potentate the king of kings and lord of lords who only has immortality dwelling in light unapproachable whom no man has seen or can see to whom be honor and power everlasting amen charge those who are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor place their hope on the uncertainty of riches but in god who gives us all things richly for enjoyment that they do good be rich in good works be free in imparting willing to communicate laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on the true life o oh, timothy keep that which is committed to thy trust avoid the profane babblings and oppositions of that which is falsely called knowledge which some professing erred concerning the faith grace be with thee the end of the first letter of paul to timothy from the american bible union's new testament recording by mark penfold